Welcome to our podcast, Parenting by the Pint. Enjoy the show! Greetings, Minivan Mafia! Lauren and I are longtime friends from Chicagoland that love getting together to chat about life, kids, family, and beer. Each week, we'll feature a brewery and sample at least two of their beers. We'll also discuss a variety of topics ranging from parenting, pop culture, travel, marriage, and just about anything else that comes to mind. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Parenting by the Pint. Hey, welcome back. So today, like every other week, (laughs) we're going to feature a brewery and we're going to talk about a topic. We've been kind of straying away from talking about like children related topics Mm -hmm. lately. I think that's okay. I mean, grownups listen to this podcast. Let's talk about grownup stuff once in a while. But today we're going to talk about Tangled Roots Brewing, which is in Ottawa, Illinois, Mm -hmm. which my family actually visited there brew pub in ottawa when we visited starved rock which mm-hmm. is a very popular like illinois state park uh i like to think it's popular for people falling and dying <laughs> i don't know how <laughs> many have actually done that but there have been a few we actually this totally oh, has nothing no. to do everyone's with got this story no we watched there was a documentary about a murder at starved rock long long ago and the guy who was accused and was was um, put in jail for the murders of I think these three women was re- re- released on parole last year after like there's a ton of evidence that didn't jive and oh like all goodness, these things really? and the the prosecutor just passed away a couple of years ago and the prosecutor or the the attorneys. Um, son is the one who did the documentary. Oh my god! And we watched it, and he's like not one hundred percent convinced that the guy is innocent or guilty. And I love that. It, it was. It was. I mean, it was kitschy, but it was interesting. Plus, it was places that we know. You yeah. know, So we re- just watched this like last month. Like it That's was recent. So great. I like yeah. watching murder documentaries. Yeah, I'm you a guys. fan. That's I also totally my them. thing. But yes, yeah. Star <laughs> Rock State Park. It. I feel like. I have a very skewed view of this specific state park because growing up, there was just like very isolated stories, rarely, about mm-hmm. somebody like falling off a cliff and dying. It happened like twice my chi- in my childhood. Yeah. Not often, no. but it, it did happen. We can't say it never did. And so I <laughs> have grown very paranoid about this place. And mm-hmm. a couple years back, my husband wanted us to go there okay. with the kids. And my kids are wild, not like, like poorly behaved wild right, but they'll just but they run around mm-hmm. and jump off of things and right. they play fight with each other and they goof Something off with and... a big drop off is not maybe the safest yeah place. <laughs> and i was just like extremely against the idea of going to this okay. place with my kids i was like they will fall and die one of them <laughs> will push the other one off a cliff and we will have one child instead of two <laughs> and that wasn't my plan the plan was two <laughs> at least two and uh, now we have to start over and, you're like, and we lost it. somebody <laughs> 
Hmm. So <laughs> that was a I fear. Was, I totally get it. That's my I fear scared. of going to the Grand Canyon. I'm afraid yes. somebody's going to fall over. I, I 100% yes. have that fear. I should be talking about fears. I think yeah. we did that before. But I um, we did. But I'm on the same yeah. page with that. Yeah. I saw a picture at the Grand Canyon where it's this tree and the tree is like growing off the edge of the cliff. Okay, yeah. And it's like like literally like sideways. Like sideways over the canyon. Oh, and all I could think about was like my kid would be the kid who would like climb out on that tree. Right, exactly. And die. That's literally like this is my fear. Yeah. So. And people have fallen into the Grand Canyon. Yeah. Yes. I'm not going there. Okay. I'm sorry. Right. We're it. not doing that. That's also <laughs> not going to happen. So starved rock. Okay. <laughs> I might not even be able to control my emotions if like my kids someday decide they're gonna take their they're kids. Gonna I go- might be like, no, don't do that. <laughs> That's how strongly I feel about it. Starved Which- Rock is, is nothing compared to the Grand Canyon, but there are steep drop offs and people have fallen and died so yes uh, and it's funny that we're talking about like we have these convictions about these places (laughs) because we're going to talk about our convictions we're going to talk about philosophies and beliefs and who we cheer for in sports (laughs) that's what we're going to talk about tonight and before we do we're going to drink our first tangled roots beer and lauren's going to share all the fun facts about this brewery that isn't related to murder hopefully no no no, we we don't (laughs) think so uh so tangled roots brewing we're drinking devil's paint box ipa i've been told that they uh brewed this in the west coast style even though it just says ipa so okay i don't know if that's true or not but that's what i was told so okay i actually picked these up at one of their other locations in the town next to us when i went to lunch there one day um and was like we should we should drink this so all right um tangled roots they are based out of ottawa they opened their doors in 2016 they're in starved rock country um they uh they say that they're a farm to foam beer oh i like that saying that's good farm to foam yeah they um are one of the few uh breweries nationwide that actually grow all of their own hops and barley they have the largest hop farm in illinois um, in wow. Ottawa, they do grow their hops and barley right there. Cool. One of their beers is called 4188. That is the actual coordinates oh. of, <laughs> of the, that in Ottawa. Nice. Um, yeah. So the, um, their head brewer, they, there was an interview with him and it said, um, you know, the the roots, why tangled roots? It's a, the, uh, this is kind of on some other website and stuff. The roots may be tangled, but the dream is one and the same. But he said it really represents that the brewery came from came about from people who came from all different different roots, different places, but they intertwined because of beer. So um, the two owners, Scott and Keith, that actually were founded, I don't know who the owners are now, they probably expanded a bit, but the two founders, Scott and Keith, um, were just in the food and beverage industry in various capacities for for 15, 20 years, a long time. Um, So they've kind of been all over different projects. Scott helped design one of the John Barleycorns downtown many, many years ago. Um, Keith worked for various capacities of what is now AB InBev. So, like, there's they've been in the industry oh, wow. for a long time. Okay. Before they started the, thinking, well, let's let's open this. They started looking at places in Chicago and, like, the full market area, and they wound up down in Ottawa. I'm not sure exactly how they wound up in Ottawa, but there really wasn't 
this <laughs> down in Ottawa. I mean, we've both been to their brew pub down there, and there's not much competition down there. No, I'll not say. really. Um, and I'm guessing they probably hope maybe they got the building for a good deal. The building they're actually in is a 10,000 square foot two level loft, and it was an old theater built in the 1800s. Okay. So it's a historic building, um, and that's where the actual brewery is, and in the little side place next door is what is the brew pub which is called the lone buffalo uh-huh. um right so they're kind of i reference them as one in the same even though they're technically brewery brew pub but um their food is very good they um they partner with local farms for really everything so even their meat and stuff comes from slago farms and yeah um they're a very local like it like their slogan you know farm to foam but also farm to table in terms of what their food is as well yeah we ate a meal there and it was very good yeah yeah yeah, I've had, we were there a couple years ago. My husband and I took the motorcycle out and went for a ride down there because it's very pretty and then stopped there for, for lunch. And we've never had a bad meal there. Um, so anyway, so there's that. Um, and since then, they have opened three more locations. So they're up to four with a fifth planned. Wow. So they have uh, Tangled Roots and Lone Buffalo down in Ottawa, um, they have Lock and Mule, which is the one in Lockport, which uh-huh. is right by me. So I've been there. We were there like the week after they opened. The guy that I met, which I didn't realize is the owner, is Scott. <laughs> he gave me his business card. Like we met him. He was very nice. Um, had no clue until literally I researched for the podcast that he was the founder of Oh my of it. goodness, really? I had no clue. That's yeah, so funny. You should email him. <laughs> no idea. Yeah, I have his email. Um, but I had no idea that, that he was one of the ones that founded the actual Tangled Roots because he was up here um, doing, you know, probably the opening for Lock and Mule uh-huh. and was very friendly and uh, whatnot. And I had no idea what his role was. I want to say he had something else on his business card i'm sure he didn't founder he probably had like coo or something (laughs) like that but i always joke (coughs) that my brother is out of business cards for our business and Mm -hmm. i always joke that i'm gonna put on his next set of business cards assistant to the vice president and then put on my business cards vice president (laughs) nice uh and see how long it takes him to notice to realize customers to notice somebody to notice (laughs) Uh, that's awesome. I yeah. like that. But yeah, I might have to dig out Scott's business card. So um, then there's Kegan Colonel in DeKalb and Hangar 2 in Glenview. And then the Rocket is planned for LaSalle, which is also kind of down near the Ottawa area. Yes. Not too far. Okay. So they're opening a second location down there. So they've grown a ton. Yeah, They've seriously. got great business. Their food's really good. Uh, they don't really distribute their beer. So I had to go and buy their beer at the restaurant. Sure. Um, and I haven't seen it in any stores. Yeah. So yeah. I haven't seen it distributed anywhere. Um, so I know there was a law passed within the last couple of years that, or maybe it was taken away, but there was an old law that said you couldn't move alcohol from one of your locations to another location unless it was through a distributor and that law has since changed oh thank you so they probably don't need a distributor so i'm guessing they haven't really you know ventured into that area yet um but they may who knows so anyways um that's a little bit about tangled roots but cool. let's uh let's talk about the devil's paint box devil's paint box ipa see if it has west coast leanings A little. Not a straight up West Coast, though. I was going to say, it doesn't really have an aroma, a Mm-mm. strong enough aroma for me to get West Coast from the from the smell. <clears throat> Agreed. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know if I would say... I know you're a big West Coast IPA. This is kind of your style, in my opinion. You seem to really connect with West Coast IPAs. I do really like it. Um, (laughs) It definitely has maybe the spirit of it, but I don't think that it's... It's more subdued than a normal West Coast. I was going to say, it's not quite as crisp and refreshing. And that's what you get from a West Coast a lot of times. Like, for example, Miskatonic makes that beer called West Coast Wizard, which is a very classic, like, West Coast Coast. IPA. And I know it's not, like, the poster child of West Coast IPA. But but in terms of the style, it's very true to the style. And Mm -hmm. it's very loyal to that. And this is close I would say this resembles yes, I, a I, West Coast IPA. It does. IPA. It's got the spirit of it. Like I said, I think it's just a little bit more subdued than what you would think of as a West Coast IPA. It doesn't market it as a West Coast IPA, um, but I was definitely... That's kind of what people were saying. Yeah. Was that it leaned that direction? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, cool. so it was, uh, but yeah, and I could, I, you know, it's got a little bit different flavor than a regular IPA. It's got a little bit more of the grapefruitiness, I think, to it. Yeah. Um, but it's just a little bit not... It's a little bit more subdued than a regular West Coast, but it's good for an IPA. I mean, it's it's still got that hoppiness. It's still got a little bit of a grapefruit flavor to it. It's got a little of that that bitter, you know, zing that yeah. you get from a it's regular. Got a little bit, a little IPA. bit of citrus, a little bit of sweetness. I don't, I don't get much aroma though. That's what I was saying. I, yeah. I just like <clears throat> tried to smell this beer, and I was just like. Okay, yeah. so we drank a peanut butter beer not long ago, and that beer I could smell from a mile, mile away. away. But something like this, and you know, sometimes yeah. that's style, sometimes that's yeah. style, and yeah. sometimes that's just the beer, the specific one you're drinking. Yeah. This one just doesn't have a huge aroma, and I think for me, sometimes that's not a good sign. Fair. This tastes good. I like this beer. I like the beer. Yeah, I definitely but like the beer. I'm I not do against like that. A nice a healthy aroma on a beer and sometimes i I have a hard time enjoying stuff that doesn't have a nice aroma yeah i know i i'm really i'm always that's the first impression i get from yeah uh not just beer but a lot of drinks is what it smells like what we went out to dinner not too long ago you know and you guys drank some scotch the first thing i do is i i smell smell it it. like that's just the first thing that you know you're just the first thing that you, you do so um yeah so minus that i think the taste is good I'm, I'm missing a little bit of the aroma so devil's paint box so there's part of matheson state park which is right next to um starved rock starved rock mm-hmm. in that same area that's an area um that there's some um high iron content in in the groundwater and so that's where the devil's paint box it's like the colors of the landscape oh um, okay that whatever that kind of liquid touches stains okay so it's but the actual area of that state park is referred to as the devil's paint box so i'm assuming that this is in reference to that based off of the location that it Hmm. is in so interesting yeah let's here we go. It actually says on the can. Oh, does it? Oh, okay. Complex <laughs> hops and bright flavors brewed in the spirit of the beautiful colored rocks found at the Devil's Paint Box in Starved Rock, Illinois. Okay. So it says Starved Rock, Illinois, but you said Matheson. It's, Matheson. it's probably yeah. yeah. It's literally right next door. So it is. People they, know Starved people Rock. People know so. Starved Rock, and they often refer to it as like Starved Rock Country because yes. all of the other state parks that are there are smaller than. Well, and it says Starved so. Rock, Illinois, which is not 
even like saying not even Star a town. Rock State yeah. Park. <laughs> Star Rock is not a town. No. no. So that area, I can I can right. understand. That's what it's <laughs> known for. So yeah. So that's what that's uh, that is in reference to. But this is a it's a good IPA. Um, yeah. Like I said, it's a little subdued for my West Coast taste. If I wouldn't have been told that, I might have gotten a different. Uh, yeah you know impression that's why we try really hard not to do that you know, I know. try not to drink stuff we've had before yeah. if we can which For isn't sure. always the case but um yeah yeah but then when we do drink something new i try really hard to avoid learning too much about the brewery yeah. or the beer yeah fair if i don't already know anything you yeah know? Well, like I said, I think I went so when me and my husband went for lunch i was getting a flight and they were out of two of the beers that i wanted oh. and i said you know i had picked like a double ipa they were out of that i picked a different west coast ipa that specifically said it was a west coast style sure. ipa they were out of both of those and oh. i said okay just give me something you know comparable yeah like whatever. something good whatever yeah and so the person the the waitress said okay well this is similar to the oh. west coast so that's why i was like okay and i didn't try it at lunch so i figured i'd pick it up and see i see. so i would say that it may have the little spirit of it but it's definitely not a west coast style it's huh. just a flat no. out ipa Agreed. Um, <laughs> maybe she was just trying to sell it to me since they were out of their yeah, west yeah she didn't know so. that you were gonna call her bluff right she didn't think that i actually like knew the different styles of beer it's that like, actually does happen somewhat frequently well so. i was gonna say it's like when you watch that show parks and recreation and the one character is a woodworker and he goes to the hardware store <laughs> and the guy is like is there anything I can help you with? And he interrupts him and goes, I know, I know more, more than, than you. you. <laughs> yeah. And I, uh, I have to like make that joke pretty often. Mm-hmm. My husband and I talk about it a lot because he works for a very large liquor store chain. And there used to be a time where I would go in there mm. and I would get kind of like, uh, you know, <laughs> treated disrespectfully because I'm a woman and totally I don't know fair. anything about beer. Yep. And now when I go in there, uh, <laughs> I usually just wave people away. I'm just like, no, 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 no don't no. help me. I don't you need don't your help. Need you. yeah. uh, but when they do try to help me every once in a while, they'll be like, oh, do you like? And then they name something super common, oh, gosh. <laughs> you know, and I'll be mm-hmm. like, it's fine. And then they go into their little spiel about how I should try other things. And I'm like, yeah, I've tried all those things. <laughs> yeah, I've had yeah. all of that. I've had literally all of those things. I knew so. what I was buying before I got here. Yeah, so you don't no. have to tell me. The people <laughs> do that to me when I go to not the same location, but the liquor store. And I walk through the bourbon aisle. And not that I know a lot about bourbon, but I know more than most of the people that have tried to help me. Yeah. <laughs> so when I'm like, oh, I'm looking for something with this, with this, this, and this. And they kind of stare at me and they're like... Here, this old forester we just got in is good. And I was like, nah, yeah, I've had yeah. all six of those. That's not what I'm looking for. Yeah, I know but, what you mean. <clears throat> but, however, <laughs> yeah, this is still a good beer. It's just different than what I was expecting. So, yes. let's continue on. So, yeah, so, you know, we're talking about what we know and what we <laughs> feel strongly about. Yes. And uh, that's kind of the direction we're going to go. Hopefully, we're going to take it to a very safe peaceful place yes because that's the goal and i think what i want to focus on so we're going to talk about beliefs and philosophies and ideology and stuff like that and and in the in the sense of do these alter our friendships with Mm -hmm. people do these get in the way of friendships relationships of any kind you know i would go so far as to say that some of the things that i believe or support or whatever might get in the way or get involved in my relationships with acquaintances not just friends sure 
Uh, for example, my first example will be a super <laughs> lighthearted, low-key level of uh, ideology. Right. I am a Green Bay Packers fan. That you are. <laughs> I cheer for this football team, but I live in a suburb of Chicago. So I run into a lot of hostility. Fair. Bears fans <laughs> hate the Packers. They hate Packers fans. As a Packers fan... I don't really feel anything for the Bears or Bears fans, but I'm cool with the hatred thing. That's fine. <laughs> um, I uh, think that makes them dislike me even more because, because I'm so no indifferent. Yeah. Uh, You're like, it's what, fine. We're cool. <laughs> what I have discovered is that because my kids are going to a school in a suburb, I, would, I guess you could call Bolingbrook a suburb of Chicago. Most people probably from the city would never say that about Bolingbrook. Sure. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's yeah, I mean. Let's it's, say it is. Let's say it is. I don't is. know let's where else the, it would be a suburb of. Let's so. say the people from the town generally cheer for Chicago sports yes, teams. That's because accurate. Because I think that's yes. true. They're I not cheering for St. Louis. They're not cheering for Indianapolis. No. They're not cheering for Milwaukee or certainly not Green Bay. Right. I can tell you that. Yes. Um, Generally speaking, in yeah. our area, we're in the Southwest suburbs. You're uh, getting a lot of yeah. Chicago team fans. Agreed. So with that information, my kids go to school and they interact with a lot of Bears fans, yeah. including their teachers. Uh, and I used to kind of make little comments. There were a couple of teachers that were pretty hardcore Bears fans uh, and knew my husband and I were Packers fans. Uh-huh. And would, like, subtly influence my children. <laughs> um, because my children, you know how kids are with teachers. Yeah. They, like, trust them. Right. Yes, yes, And yes. they believe them. <laughs> which is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, even when they're wrong. Like this. And as a result, my kids started to become Bears fans. Uh. At one point, my little one, when he was in kindergarten... Uh, went to school one day, and the teacher sent me a photo of oh, him I remember this. <laughs> wearing a bears. a bears jersey along with some classmates who were also wearing Bears jerseys. And I commented on the photo and asked why my son was wearing a trash bag <laughs> at school. Uh, and then took it down because I decided not to start an argument over nothing. And I want to use that as an example for... Me saying that while I care about the team and I sure, enjoy sure. watching the sport and everything like that, I would never start a fight over it. No. I don't feel that way about football. It's no. a game. Right. I've watched my team specifically have disappointing losses, mm-hmm. and I've watched people who don't cheer for that team get joy from because my team they losing. They yeah. seem to get more enjoyment out of that than they do their own team winning. Well, that's because the Bears aren't any good. So, well, <laughs> I mean, that's... I didn't say that. Uh, <laughs> I know. I did. I can. It's true. But I, I tend to notice yeah. that, like, for example, when the Packers have lost a playoff game mm-hmm. or something like that, Bears fans will come out of the woodwork <laughs> to celebrate this victory. <laughs> Which isn't even a and victory. It's, <laughs> it bothers me yeah. a tiny bit because part of me is sort of like, you don't actually care about this. You're just excited that somebody yeah. else cares about it. Like That's part true. of me is sort of like, you're celebrating other people's misery. And you really shouldn't, <laughs> generally speaking, want to celebrate other people's I, misery. <laughs> I go very far out of my way not to gloat, especially about sports outcomes, because yeah. I believe in karma, first of all. Yeah. And secondly... 
I feel like the moment that I celebrate something, something good, yeah, something bad is going to come. Something bad is going to happen. Just yeah. because my team beat your team this week, Doesn't next week anything. my star player is going to break his collarbone. Yep. And I'm going to be like, see, that victory means nothing now because, because our whole season the rest is of the over. season's done. Yep. So I just don't do that stuff. Yeah. I'm, and and the same attitude for me carries over in a lot of philosophies. That's fair. I don't yeah. necessarily not have opinions about things. I have just, opinions about lots of things. I do have opinions <laughs> about a lot of things. Some of them are beer, and some of them are children and All parenting. All kinds of things, yeah. Some of them are sports. Some of them are politically motivated. Mm-hmm. I have very strong opinions about all of those things yes um and but my attitude when it comes to especially like political stuff Mm -hmm. for me political philosophies for the most part are kind of a personal choice yes so when you believe something i i would assume that for the most part you believe that because of how it impacts you personally yes yes and a lot of people and our parents generation is notorious for this Mm -hmm. because they're all kind of the same person they're all you know, they got married, they had kids, they bought a home, they worked at the same job for 40 years. Yep. Like, yes, all of those things. Generation is all kind of the same. Yeah. And our generation is starting to be different from that. Not quite as different as like people younger than us who people are. People younger even more than us are very much are more. Vastly. But we're, we're moving towards that. So there's definitely things that we differ from than our parents. And I think that a lot of those are our ideolo- ideologies. Yes. Oh. And I like to think that it is my hope that because as a generation, we're pretty diverse Mm -hmm. in mindset and philosophy and attitude that we also allow other people to have diverse opinions. And it it varies. There's times where I feel like that's true. And then there are many times where I feel like it is not true. I am of the opinion that you don't blindly follow any one philosophy. I 100% and that's a agree. big thing for me. <laughs> you know, there's yes. I have lots of friends who have made statements that are very like generic mm-hmm. and and like very hard to defend. So like let's say I'm just going to use this as an example. Mm-hmm. Let's say somebody says vote blue no matter who. Okay? Just a <laughs> saying that I've heard before. Not sure. something I have a strong opinion about negatively or positively, sure. okay? Yeah. The thing is, when you make a statement like that, you're blindly following an entire organization yep. for only one reason, because they happen to support this organization. And yep. it's very hard for me to do that. There are people, on, there are players on the Green Bay Packers I do not like. Sure. Yeah. I do not think that they're all good people. No, and there's Just because be I players... cheer for the sports team right. doesn't mean that I want to see this guy yeah. make more money he might be a jerk i might be happy if they traded him yeah there's gonna be players on other teams that you actually really cheer for though too yes. that aren't on your team yes. and that's okay and too for me like i said it, it does boil down to personal choice and personal yep. philosophy there are people that i like on all sides of the spectrum mm-hmm. when it comes to politics yeah that oh, gosh, yeah. allow me the opportunity to kind of follow my heart if you want to be romantic <laughs> about it <Aww. laughs> I think, for the most part, in spite of what Facebook tells us, uh, our friends are pretty willing to accept us, even if we feel differently about things. There are times where they come off differently, where they Mm -hmm. don't seem that way. I have friends who are extremely liberal. I have friends who are extremely conservative. Mm -hmm. And there are times where I will make a statement where they're like, 
oh yeah okay cool and they agree with me mm-hmm. but they don't necessarily but i don't necessarily agree with literally everything they say oh no and we're cool not. and yes. it's fine and that's okay i think the key to me and, and we can get it into details but overarchingly is that you if i can have a completely different opinion than someone else and over there the fourth person can have a completely different opinion than the rest of us and if we're okay with agreeing to disagree yes then we're oh my fine goodness. it goes a long it's way it's the no i'm right i'm going to tell you why i'm right and you're wrong that's when it's no longer about the philosophy it's about the not being able to compromise and recognize that you don't all have to agree. Well, and we're talking about opinions here. Right. But Going back to the football. Some people think that yes, their opinions are, are facts. facts. <laughs> well, they feel like there's only one right answer. Correct. Would be more, Correct. Well, maybe more yes. appropriate. You know, yes. and this is, you know, going back to the football mm-hmm. yeah. analogy, mm-hmm. you know, I just feel like just because I might be happy if my team wins a game doesn't mm-hmm. automatically mean that I'm happy that your team lost their game yeah, that's or that fair. I'm not here to enjoy football or mm-hmm. that i'm not here to be your friend and watch your team play yeah uh and i just i think that there is a balance there and i think it does come down to not necessarily being open-minded mm-hmm. it's not that i have to then support your no. differences i don't have to you agree just have to you. accept that there are i just differences. have to allow for differences you can cheer for someone else sure it doesn't actually hurt me if you do no there's no actual harm. That's being the done. interesting thing. So I grew up in a household that. So my parents don't really care about football, and my husband could give a sure. crap about I, football. I keep going so back like, to that. I'm yeah. the one that actually enjoys watching football. Like I've been to Bears games. I'm not sure if my husband has ever been to a Bears sure, game sure. because I enjoy watching football. I also enjoy watching basketball, which he could give a crap about too. Um, That's too bad. So, basketball is fun, right? So, <laughs> anyways, like when it was the NCAA tournament, I was the one that was like. Yes. Oh, it's the championship game tonight. Like, here's watch. who's in it. Yeah, we should I watch. talked to you about it. Not to yes, my husband about it. Because we have to talk about the devil, <laughs> right? also known I as know, Bill, Bill Self. Um, but so, like, you and I discussed the NCAA basketball. Yes, thank you. I enjoyed my that very much. My husband could care less. But no, mine I doesn't grew either. up in a household that was divided. Um, not my household, but our family. Sox fans versus Cubs fans. Ah. So we're from the South Side. And my father was a big White Sox fan. Sure. Now, my cousin and my mom's, like, brothers are Northsiders. And so they are 100% Cubs fans. Cubs fans. Like, there is okay. no... And so at some points in my life, there was some, um, you know, discontent um, yes. between them. And I feel like... I mean, we're family and it doesn't matter. Like, we'll always be family and they're fine. But, like, there are some people that I have actually witnessed at games that, like, just hate each other because they root for their other team. Like, and that's enough for some people to just be like, we can't be friends. And I'm like, it's a sport. Like, it's okay. (laughs) But there are some people that truly, like, take it to another level. I find... Sox fans and Cubs fans to be almost the most fascinating right? example it's... of this hostility that mm-hmm. seems almost completely unfounded, in my opinion. So if yeah. I had to classify myself, I would say that I am a Cubs fan because I was in a family of Cubs sure. fans. Yeah. We did go to Cubs games. Yeah. I never went to a White Sox game 
uh, until I think at some point maybe we went with Girl Scouts once or something. Sure. I don't remember, yeah. but it was older. I yeah. was older. I mean, when I, I went, went to Sox games my whole life. Sure. So, and then I didn't go to a Cubs game until I was older. So yeah, yeah. So, so it was the opposite. That was just, and I don't really. I to be honest with you, I'm not really sure how my parents and my brother became, became Cubs, Cubs fan. fans because we grew up on the south side and my father and my mother grew up on the south yeah, side so who knows? my father actually <laughs> in the city like so i'm kind of surprised yep, that it went no down idea. that way <laughs> but it did yeah and uh i think it's just extremely fascinating how much cubs fans and Sox fans hate each other being yeah. that they don't directly compete with each other no. like it makes more sense to me they're for not Bears even in the fans same division like Packers they, fans they to hate. literally they play each other because it's marketable, which is why they play each other. Yes. But they or, don't... Or hypothetically, the only other time they're ever going to play each other is in the World Series. If they're and both if, amazing. Yeah. And if you want to hate them when they're in the World Series, I'm cool with that. Sure. That's sure. fine. Yeah. You know? But until then... They have very little effect but on this each is a, other. This is a very controversial opinion you and I are sharing right it now. Is. We have people listening that are like, no, you're wrong. Yeah, well, this totally. is a big deal. That is this totally is a problem. true. I disagree yeah. completely. <laughs> this could be the deal breaker for them. Yes. And for those of you who aren't Cubs or White Sox fans, you're listening to this and you're <laughs> kind of probably what? baffled by why that's this such is a problem. Thing? Yeah. Like, no, why it is, is it such a big deal? If you know, you know. It's a thing. Yeah. And here, I'm going to just, I'm going to put the cherry on top of the Sunday for those of you who are going to write us off forever because we just <laughs> said it's not a big deal and i'm going to tell you that i will cheer for whichever chicago team is in the world series oh i will too one of them is yeah. i um gladly I, i've been to, uh, as i've gotten older like i have friends that are cubs fans and i've been to both i've been to i've probably been to more cubs games in the last few years than i have been to Sox games actually sure. with the with our family like with my parents and stuff i've been to far more Sox games but um i will cheer for whoever yeah whoever even if they're on tv i will as long as they're not playing each other i will cheer for the other team but i'll do that like i don't hate green bay but we're not a big football team and that's football, okay. yeah. and that's i so, hear that a lot like yeah. a lot of people who just aren't football fans they yeah. don't really have an opinion on yeah. green bay or the bears or anybody i'd love to go to lambo i mean it just like i'd like to see it there's tons of history and stuff up there, i would so, also like, love to do that that is on my trip like bucket list if you will for my kids because yeah. they do an event close to the beginning of the school year close to the beginning of football season mm-hmm. starting called family night uh, where you okay. actually go into the stadium and you watch the team do like drills oh, and scrimmage cool. and stuff like that and it's supposed to be very intimate okay. for an experience and it's supposed to be very fun and yeah. enjoyable and i would love to go oh for sure with my kids i want them to get a little bit older because sure. Even though they're not really Packers fans, mm-hmm. football just isn't that interesting to them yeah. quite yet. And I know my one son is 10, almost 11, so he's getting there. He's getting there. Yeah. But he's just, football's kind of slow moving compared to like basketball, like we oh, were talking about. Yeah. Uh, and let's not even talk about how slow baseball is. Cause I can't then watch it our, on TV. I literally Our can. last few listeners we'll will finally leave now. because I, I enjoy baseball. going to sporting events if someone invites me to a sporting event i don't even care who's playing oh yeah no i will go i love like i love going but i cannot watch baseball on tv it's as bad as watching golf on tv for me i just can't so long now basketball is fast-paced i will watch that my kids had never watched basketball basically ever 
And we watched some of the NCAA mm-hmm. tournament this year because my older son had written letters to some of the coaches oh, as cool. an assignment yep, at yep, school. Yep. And so he was invested nice. because he wanted to yeah. watch those teams. Okay, I get it. One of his teams was Illinois, which yeah, was they were out, super like, cool because yeah. I went to Illinois. Totally. They won one and then they, they were out Yeah, early. so we yeah. watched the game that yep. they won, mm-hmm. which was a jam-packed thrill ride awesome. where they were down the entire game and came and back came and won back. it with 25 seconds <sighs> left. They I had never that. had the lead the entire See, game. See, this is why basketball <gasps> is fun to Wasn't watch. Fun? Like, it was so much fun. Yeah. yeah. And for the most part, most college basketball games are like that. Most really are. There aren't a ton of blowouts. No. There's always back and forth. My Mm -hmm. son, who was watching the game with me, was gloomy the entire game because Illinois was down the Mm. entire game. Not by a lot. No. There were times where they were down by eight or ten. Right. But then they were down by two. Then they were down by three at times or four or two, like you said. Yeah. And he didn't really grasp the, the fact that this could, could turn come over back anytime, yeah. at any moment. Yeah. And I was just like, this game is not over until it's nope. over. Mm-mm. That's what I love about basketball, though. Yes. Like, it's totally... I, I, we, we're a hockey family, so we watch hockey. But I also feel like hockey is somewhat fast-paced, too. It like, is. It's, I enjoy wa- watching yeah. hockey, and I'm not, like, but a hockey can, fan, yeah. traditionally. And my kids don't understand all the rules, but they like going... Like, we, they've been to a ton of hockey games. Like, sure. They went, they went to a Blackhawks game this season, so yeah. we all... Went. that's great so, um but they like going to they've never been to a major league baseball game they've been to minor league baseball games i think they like the fanfare more than they like watching yes, the game I because agree. there's hot dogs and stuff to look at and all that event. stuff they yes. like that and that's actually why i like going to baseball games too like I know, all right? this stuff going it's to not, the beer line yeah, and shouting as, at the peanut right. guy it's not as much even about the game as it is about everything else anyways i'm totally bringing us off track but yes um, so yes we would like to go to some more live sports events, yes guys but for <laughs> if me anyone wants to give me tickets yeah. to a baseball game i will happily or a, go with whoever whoever is yes. playing there are very few things that my philosophy or what i feel if people don't agree with me will truly dictate whether we can be friends or not there are some so people's opinions on kids with disabilities or how they treat special needs depending on what your beliefs are i've heard people use slurs and references and things that they think are fine and take no problem with making fun of people who have disabilities Mm. those people will never be my people Uh, like there's my line like and and it's reasonable for you to put it that way where you say that's where you draw the line yeah they probably have friends who don't have that line i'm sure they do yeah everybody has that's their prerogative yep it but, doesn't make it right or wrong, but that is what they will allow. Mm-hmm. And you know what is going to work for you. Yeah. And I feel the same way. Yeah. My friends and family that feel differently than I do about sports teams, uh, about yeah, politics, about... Mm-hmm. It's it's cool. If I didn't get along it's with totally all the people fine. that I don't agree with with politics, I wouldn't get along with I my mean, parents. Who would you be friends I wouldn't with? get you along would with like I know. very small handful of people. So I can't let that dictate actual interactions no. with people no yeah. you make the distinction though like for example people's attitudes about disabilities and special mm-hmm. needs and things like that 
falls into a similar category as political beliefs in the yeah. sense that one can argue that if you're advocating for a certain group of individuals mm-hmm. and you go the other direction and so far as to say why should anyone advocate for this group of individuals sure. yeah. you get to you get to choose what group of individuals really you feel strongly about yes. and yes. and yeah i so i do think that it, it is somewhat a, a political philosophy mm-hmm. to feel that way only in the sense that we have society advocating in different directions. Yeah, for and and I would probably feel differently if I had, and this is probably bad on me, but if I had close ties with someone who was of a different demographic of individuals. So if I had an LGBTQ, I'm screwed that up for somebody. I'm sure there's too many <laughs> letters. But if I had someone who you know in my family and I was you know, involved with somebody who was completely anti-gay marriage, anti-rights, anti-adoption rights, anti-whatever. This you know, would be more of a forefront issue right, for if you. If there was yes. someone in my immediate family, and maybe there will be someday. Right now, it's based off of the people that are close to me, which I think makes sense. And I'm well, not like saying... like I said, these are personal choices. Exactly. And I'm not saying I, I don't personally advocate for, you know, equality, but I won't feel as strongly to completely cut ties with someone who has an opposite opinion of me for something that I guess doesn't affect me directly. Now, that doesn't necessarily make it sound great. I will definitely still stand up for the rights that I believe in, but... I'll put it into perspective and say that I read an article recently um, that was written by a woman whose daughter is a competitive swimmer. Okay. And this was discussing the the transgender Mm -hmm. athlete question. Okay. And she put it this way Mm -hmm. she said that if you don't if you are not a woman in competitive swimming or you are not the parent of a woman in competitive swimming your opinion really doesn't matter why are you even registering an opinion in this matter that's fair and do you have you even interacted with people who fall into that category of women in competitive swimming or parents of women in competitive swimming how do you even know how they feel about this matter? You don't. And I <laughs> think that that really kind of drives the point home. It's that why are you fighting something that doesn't doesn't really affect you at all? You can't make that argument for some things. You know, people who are feel who feel very strongly about the environment can always make the envi- the argument, argument. Mm-hmm. that the environment impacts all of us. I respect that. Sure. But there are if there's you, a lot of things that don't directly impact. If you impact. are not yeah. a female athlete, why would you want to go to war mm-hmm. over this issue that has no effect on you whatsoever? In any way. Yeah. Allow the individuals affected by it to affect that decision. That's Let fair. them Yeah, no, take that's... the discussion the direction they want the discussion to go. Yeah. And you're not stopping them, but you're also not you know, harming the situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that in some ways that's the best thing we can do. Like I said earlier, a lot of these philosophies are personal choice. Mm-hmm. My philosophy on almost everything is that I kind of like to just be left alone. <laughs> okay. My whole attitude <laughs> is almost entirely based on being left alone. Just let me do my thing. I'm not going to hurt you. I'm not going to bother you. You don't have to hurt me. Don't we bother can me. just be so, simpatico. I'll just get along. <laughs> Let's just be cool. Yeah. Just don't trespass on my property and everything will be fine. 
there yeah <laughs> yeah there's and yeah i do i i feel like there's certain people that feel very strongly about things that i don't understand why they feel strongly about uh, like that like they what this doesn't impact your life why do you have such a strong opinion and everyone is entitled to their own opinions which is totally fine um but yeah there there are only a few things that whether we have a differing opinion it would actually affect my likelihood to you know have a relationship sure with you of some and sort. i mean maybe it boils down to what would this offend me or not yeah and i think that's also all right and i think the moral of the story is treat your friends with respect yeah allow them to share what's important to them mm-hmm. and if you feel differently that's okay as long mm-hmm. as you're respectful unless they're sharing something that makes you feel disrespected then you got to make a choice you have to decide yeah you know i don't believe i have ended a friendship with somebody directly because our philosophies clashed yeah uh you know friends have we've had that episode friends have gone by the wayside they've come and go for a variety i've had falling out yeah, for friends. sure. It's not but even just that. Not because of you guys disagreed on some but general. No, it wasn't idea. because I said, "Oh, this is the most important issue to me," and they said, "Well, I feel the opposite about that," and then now we have to hate each other. Right. No, I think that's absolutely ridiculous. Certainly so. not. But Hold yeah, on. so I hope that you know we've <laughs> been enlightening. I hope that uh, I. It wasn't my goal to get you to not hate the Green Bay Packers, so that's uh, <laughs> mission accomplished. There you um, go. But yeah, I mean, I think I wanted to come away from this conversation just feeling better about the fact that we get to be, you know, we're adults, you yes. know, and we get to be, we have our own you get to choose your friends. Free will, you get to choose your own thoughts. And it's, yeah. And you couldn't, you can focus on being grateful for the people who care about you as long as you're not too emotionally invested a different way and I guess, right? yeah you can you can appreciate people even if they're they're different or if they have different philosophies yes and that's really what it comes down to absolutely so, all right we're gonna finish this up and drink our vanilla rye dabroy noki i can't i'm sure i pronounced that wrong it's a yeah. barrel aged imperial stout and let's see russian imperial stout in whiskey acre rye whiskey barrels with an added dose of Tahitian vanilla beans. I was going to say, I know you're not going to believe me when I say this. It, say, smells it, like like it smells like vanilla. It smells like Luscious stout with notes of toasted marshmallows, smooth whiskey, That's and it. rye spice. It's a marshmallow. Marshmallow, is that what you're smelling? It's probably vanilla, mm. but because of the combination of flavors, it's coming off as a marshmallow. It's totally coming off as marshmallow. I, I, I smell the marshmallow more than I taste the marshmallow, though. Yes. I taste the rye. I love rye whiskey barrel aged beers, by the way. It's kind of like a secret niche area for me. I think so. A lot of ryes are a little bit sweeter um, in terms of actual rye. Sure. Um, Sometimes I'll just drink a rye because it tastes like dessert. Mm-hmm. But I think it gives it a little bit more of that sweet flavor to it. Uh, but it's distinctive. Rye is distinctive to me. I believe so. Whenever so, anybody is like, oh, this is a rye barrel aged beer, I'm always just like, oh, I know what that means. Yeah. You can, because you, you can, can differentiate. You can point it out. I also feel like ryes have more flavorful barrel and less of a burn to their barrel sometimes. Well, yes. So. I, you know, we talked about this a lot more two years ago when we started mm, the podcast, mm-hmm. the whole bourbon barrel aged beer thing. <laughs> 
at times can be syrupy and can be sure. very uh what did you what was the word you just used? I said that it has that alcohol burn. The burn. To it. Yeah. yeah, the burn. Um and for me for the longest time that was just completely undesirable. Mm-hmm. I just felt like it was the syrupy was like making my teeth hurt yeah. and the burn was just like too much. Making it's my like throat in my hurt. throat. It's like it's like I'm old. I'm going to have indigestion later if I keep I know, drinking right? this. I don't want to do this to myself. I don't want to have to take two Tums <laughs> right? after I drink this beer and sleep on my left side. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but I feel like the rye-aged um, beers are less of that burn to me. Absolutely. And a little bit different, more flavor to it. It's just yeah. a different flavor. Don't get me wrong. The barrel-aged bourbon, regular bourbon barrel-aged also has a flavor to it. But this is just different. It's yes. more distinctive to me. Well, and... Let's keep in mind, unlike some other stouts, this is a Russian Imperial stout. Yes, yes. So also gives uh, this a totally different flavor. Yep, totally true. I really like Russian Imperials. I've always really liked Russian Imperial okay. stouts. Uh, my husband is not a fan. Oh, It's not his favorite style. Um, I like them because I think they're a good mixture. Mm-hmm. You get a little bit of like a creamy, mm-hmm. like a milk stout. Um, but not, but, uh, yeah. But more mm-hmm. of a zing. Yes. More, I uh, feel like the milk stouts are more <laughs> relaxed. Is not a way to describe beer. But <laughs> yeah. I, well, we've used the word subtle before, but that's not the right word either. So I think Russian Imperials, and I'm going to go the other way and use the wrong word, but in the other <laughs> direction, have almost a harsher flavor okay. in the sense that like the flavors are a bit more over the top more maybe pronounced. Or, um, yeah. yeah pronounced yeah. is great it's just uh, it's just um maybe it's simpler maybe it's just that the beer itself is oh. a simpler flavor you just know and that, so that you you're get gonna get that flavor yeah. yeah yeah and i just really mm-hmm. i like this like i that. actually like this a lot this I, is good i actually like the the barrel aged and i i like everything about this so this yeah. is a this beer i actually really Tangled enjoy roots man you kind of right. threw me for a loop i'm not gonna lie mm-hmm. i kind of had a similar experience to you when mm-hmm. you went down there and you kind of got a little you didn't say disappointed but i was a little yeah. bummed out with the beer choices yes. i made yes they were just okay agreed um, the beer choices but, i had when i went to lunch were just okay yeah like, i actually didn't even finish one of them yeah i, I couldn't get past the aftertaste I did not have these two. No, so I've never is, had these two So beers. this is I, different than what I drank there. I thought Devil's mm-hmm. Paint Box was the IPA I drank, but I think I drank the New England that okay. they make. Gotcha. Uh, yep. And I'm, because you and I talked about this, we're on this like little New England kick yes, where we drink yes, them yes. when we find them. Yes. And that was what was the case for me. Gotcha. And it was summer and it was hot outside. Oh, so totally. of course perfect. I was going to yeah, drink a New England IPA. Yeah. And I wasn't like super thrilled with it. Yeah. It was fine, but it wasn't great. New England's are so easy to not be good. Like it's so easy to make a not good one in my opinion. True. I, I really I love New to... England, so um but But I, because of that I'm real picky about that. Totally them. get it. I kind of totally want them it. to be perfect. Yeah. They just got to be that perfect balance <laughs> of like creamy and a little bit the hazy yeah. citrusy flavor citrusy, smooth, and if you put all those, feel, yeah. things, all those together, things together but if you if you miss one of them it's an easy thing to fall off the wagon and it's boring so, then yeah it's a, it's a mundane but these two beers that we drank tonight are better than all of the ones i had there yes. so like yes. they have good beers you just have to find them uh, <laughs> yes, so i agree but 100%. the devil's paint box is one they make all the time so that's nice. something that you'll always get i don't know about the the uh, the vanilla thing lauren couldn't pronounce What's yeah it called? We, 
Dobroy Noki. I'm sure that's wrong. To, uh, whatever. I don't know what it is. Um, I'm <laughs> guessing they don't have the barrel aged all the time, but I think they do have the Russian Imperial regular. Okay. Regular. See, I wonder if so. I had this as a regular and not Russian the Imperial aged. because Maybe. I'm very drawn yeah. to Russian Imperials. Could be. And you would think that I would order that if I saw it on the menu. Yeah. I think I would. Yeah. And maybe it was just like. Just okay for that one. Yeah. Yeah. Kind I like of. The- ordinary i do like the barrel age but so this tastes really good this mm-hmm. i really like. i like it I, I will happily try some ones that i have not had next time i agree around. i'm definitely I'm hoping for... that that west coast one comes back because mm. i wanted to try it and i did not i hope so too so all right we'll take a lunch date sometime That'd all right this was great uh thank yeah. you everybody and we <laughs> will talk again next week all right bye bye Thanks, everyone, for listening to the latest musings from Parenting by the Pint. Be sure to find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you find your podcasts. Have a great week, and cheers to you all.